0: and made out of music, Imani. Recently, I had the pleasure of interviewing a prolific artist based in Philly, Imani is embodying radical change in her community by cultivating her love for music. I am a fervent believer that our God given gifts place us in positions where we can channel the Creator. Imani is doing just that by transforming lives through songs like Just Be. The music video, which you can find linked below, starts with these powerful affirmations. And feel free to repeat them if you would like. And please check out the video as well for more. I am grounded, I trust the process of life, I am aware, I am present. If I'm being honest, it's challenging to find music nowadays that feeds the spirit. When was the last time you listened to music that also uplifted you in the process? In our interview, Imani details her bold beginnings in music and her views on the music industry now. It's no secret that the music industry has so many moving pieces, whether we see them or not. More often than not, the image we receive is not a positive one. She makes this profound statement that gave me hope as an artist myself. Quote, it's not giving calculated, it's giving divinely orchestrated unquote this is in reference to a movement of artists that are expressing their vulnerabilities and showing the rawness and multi-dimensional nature of being a creator and without further ado Imani.
1: okay if i could use three words to describe my relationship with music what would it be that's a wild question because i feel like all right like with with music in general i feel like the relationship is like we're one so i personally feel like i'm made out of music like i feel like if you were to take a knife like a knife that could cut through physical and spiritual and open me up i would be made out of like electric blue music notes um at least for humans to be able to fathom and like conceptualize and visualize because In the outer space or like, you know, in in the ethereal world, I just feel like we wouldn't even know what music looks like because like look is a very human thing, I feel. Um, And so whatever sound and movement of particles and just like music looks like, it's it's different depending on what alien you ask, right? Or what human or what being from whatever planet or multiverse that you ask. So even on a human level, I would say, you know, look like electric blue music notes, um... So my blood would look like a bunch of tiny, like you know. Anyway, um, so my relationship with music is that we're one, and my relationship with like listening to people's music and stuff like that. Like I have a very specific taste. I have a wide taste. Like I can turn up to anything for a I can listen to anything for a Not anything, but like you know, most shit. But I think that for me, I have a, um, I have my pocket as anybody does. And my relationship to that kind of music, like my pocket, is just like oh, I just it just soothes me, it inspires me, it stimulates me, like it gives me the right amount of soothing and stimulating, and I love that. So music for me is like, is my relationship to it is like how I feel about music is like oh, I just I just desire to experience you and your deepest of elements. I desire to experience every single sound, like in every single like lyric if there's lyrics, you know. I just it's deep, it's giving Scorpio like my relationship like our relationship was birthed on a fucking Scorpio full moon or something um so that's my relationship to music and my relationship to my music is beautiful I feel like in flow I still am figuring out my career I feel like I'll always be figuring it out hmm, I like that I'll always be figuring it out which is provides me some um some soothing as well because it's just like all right you don't have to have everything figured out right now I feel like me and music go way back and and way like we'll be locked in for like So that's something I'll be doing for life and figuring out for life in different ways. So we locked in. I love it. I love making music. I love performing it. I love writing it. I love just having it for myself and then sharing it when I'm ready. I like everything that can be birthed from the soil of music, from music videos to mini documentaries to healing people's lives. It's just like so much can be birthed from the soil of music. So just a whole lot of inspiration, love, dedication. We locked in. If we locked in, uh, ain't no switching (laughs) up. all right first of all <laughs> i went on this long tangent and that's not even what you asked me yeah, okay 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 my bad all right all right yo but i'm still we i don't know you can decide what you want to do with that but all right so if i had to describe my music in three words i mean describe my relationship to music in three words let me get it together oh uh, i would say excuse me um three words god damn uh Crazy. Alright. All right, all right. I'm gonna choose three fuck it. You know, we got a long life. I'll probably answer this question again at another day and, date and change. But I would say transformative. I that's the first word. Ooh, that gave me chill. That definitely comes to mind. My music has transformed me as a person. It's transformed my life, my lifestyle. Um it's transformed other people's life. Um and it's transformate like it's transformative in a sense of like I take channeled messages not take, but I receive, I receive channeled messages from like the ethers or whatever. And then they're translated into music for humans to like fan, fathom, conceptualize, understand, and, um, you know, be able to include myself, be able to take part in. So I I literally perform magic. So that's the other word I would say. I like, I don't consider myself a musician. I do sometimes in professional settings, but like in all settings, I consider myself a magician because I feel like, especially freestyling and putting things into lyrics because, Like you're literally taking these channel messages from inside of yourself, but also beyond yourself, like beyond this whole world and what we're able to conceptualize. And you're making it, you're turning that into something that makes sense for humans to receive, including yourself. And just the entire process of that is super magical. And like, uh, there's like a deeper word, but it's probably not in the English language or any human language, but I feel like that's magic. So magical, transformative, magical, which is why I definitely believe artists should be paid for what they do because we're literally sitting here like pulling shit from out of fucking outer space and making it make sense and giving you like the the baseline to the soundtrack to your life the soundtrack to your feelings and memories like you hear a song it can take you anywhere you can time travel like we're giving you the resources to time travel like come on come on don't need to my shit all right transformative Um, I hope the audio is okay. Transformative, magical, and... um, Damn, I want to say like superstar, but I also want to say deep. Um, I guess I'll say... I don't know. Um, Oh, okay. So then I'll say... Infinite. My relationship to my music... Oh, magical isn't my relationship, like that's how I describe it But it's, it's a, it is the type of relationship we have It's very magical, how I understand it, how I speak about it But um, infinite is another word to describe my relationship I feel like I've always been a musical being in all of my lifetimes um to some extent and I feel like this one I'm blessed enough and lucky lucky enough well I love this why I love being interviewed I just love talking and being able to express myself because I'll be finding channel messages when I'll be saying stuff but I feel so blessed to in this lifetime be able to carry it like okay I'm gonna be like I'm going to embody a superstar I always embody a superstar but like I'm going to do music for my livelihood for others like you know what I'm saying in this lifetime I made that decision I feel like that's super magical and I love that for me um so I would definitely say infinite and I feel like I'll always be learning my career like there's of course things I want to accomplish right now but I think it's important to remember that's going to be the energy throughout your entire life you're always going to be learning how your career what you want to do with your career like how it can support you in what you believe in now and how you've changed now you get what I'm saying so it's like infinite and I think that the difference between now and where I do want to end up or, or go where I want to be at at some point in my lifetime is that Um, right now it's a lot of like struggle involved so like you know I have to make money and 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 there's a there's an energy of like um still building a foundation and I can't wait to have at least built a foundation so when I am thinking about okay what do I want to do what do I require what do I desire you know whatever whatever it's like I at least have this foundation where it's like I'm not worried about certain shit where I don't have to put together certain shit because the foundation is built you get what I'm saying so like that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, it's infinite. So once that foundation is built, it's going to go on and on and on. And I feel like what I'm doing in this lifetime with music is going to create a beautiful ripple effect for like my next lifetimes. And like my children and generation, generations after me and shit like that. Um, what I do with my music now. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say to reiterate, um, transformative, magical, and infinite. So I begin to cultivate interest in music excuse me my love for music actually is what you said okay my love for music at a very young age I was always making noise I, I feel like I was always cooing and humming and giggling and shit as a kid or like as a younger kid and then my um family they took like that they when they saw that I had that gift they were like oh you get a little tune you know they put me in different opportunities so at a very young age like when I was uh, 14 my dad took me to and my sister came with us as well he took me to New York City to audition for the Apollo child star like amateur night and I was like 14 literally Excuse me sleeping on a sidewalk like you know with my teddy bear to get into the Apollo and um, audition and things like that I did it three times but I did that we auditioned, auditioned for Disney Channel I auditioned for America's Got Talent the Voice, American, I think America Idol, I don't, I think that's the one show I never did, maybe I did do it, I don't remember, but yeah, so I did those three, I mean, I did those like four-ish, and um, yeah, we would do like shows and stuff like that, me and my dad was, we're running a um, open mic at one point, this was after I had already ran open mics all around the city, so like, saying all that to say, like, um, at a very young age, I think I was born with this gift, I feel like music is within me, and it's it's been within me before this lifetime so um the answer to that is like beyond what I can explain you know in in like in this physical I mean in this consciousness right now but like yeah so as a kid as a child I had big dreams when it came to music and I still do and um yeah I've been cultivating it ever since forever um what was the other part of the question Oh, yeah, I was introduced, yeah, so, yeah, that basically answers, like, how I was introduced to the outlet, so, um, yeah, through my family, my family was the first, they were the first to give me that, uh, jump, jump off into it, and then from then, I just carried that shit, like, I carried it, carried it, carried it, I started doing, um, you know, I was started street performing, that was another thing, I was street performing at a young age, and, It was at first I started with two people, but then it was just me out there dedicated, you know, bringing my speaker to motherfucking high school and putting in the counselor's office and coming in there, getting it, leaving early when I wasn't supposed to, um, to go make that money. You feel me? Um, I was just dedicated, and you know, that led to like doing paid shows. Like, I get paid to perform now um, and just. Like I was saying before with the other question, is just like, just building that foundation. I'm still building the foundation. And I think something that's important for me to realize, and I'm so glad I'm doing this interview because it's making me, it's just epiphanies coming to me. But it's just like, it's important to realize I am still building the foundation. Of course, there's certain things that like, you know, aren't whatever, because that aren't uh, all the way together yet or, you know, manifested because I'm still working on that foundation. And the foundation isn't just, oh, you know, um about music, I'm still building the foundation of myself, my own values, my own morals, my own pillars, how I, like, you know, really getting, like, and, and then it's just everyday life, so it's like, it's just, it's just foundation building, and I've been, me and my friend have been talking about that a lot, um, and I think having that perspective gives, allows me to give myself a lot of grace, and it also gives me a lot to look forward to, and it inspires me, because I feel like if, I'm, I, and, and I'm, I'm conscious of the fact that it takes years to build a foundation a lot of times if you want that foundation to last lifetimes it takes years for some people it might take a lifetime you see what I'm saying like and I think for me I'm building a foundation and so um yeah that just provides like that just having that perspective really does a lot for me so but anyway um that's how I got started and that's where I'm at now is I'm definitely building a foundation and becoming more aware of what that looks like and things like that so yeah Wow, how have your experiences and perception of the world shaped your music slash creations? Oh, I'm going to let that marinate. I really should get some water because I feel like my mouth is doing that weird thing. Like, I've been drinking a lot of smoothies, which, I'm, which I think is like drying my mouth out sometimes because it is sugar, you know? So I think I have to like up my water intake. And like tea. I feel like tea is really good at that, herbs and stuff. So I'm going to chill off the smoothie for a second. Anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, how have your experiences and perceptions of the world shaped your music slash creations? Wow. Um mm. I think inevitably it shaped them. I think inevitably they have been shaped. However, I've always felt like my music was very selfish in a sense of like, I don't be, like, I don't really be making music about not what I used to, I I don't think I used to really make music about, like, when I'm thinking about my album, like, my debut album, Purple, that was all my selfishness, but then again, of course, it's, I know it's inevitably shaped by the world, but it's just, like, in my conscious, in my conscious, like, you know mind, I'm not thinking of, like, what is this, like, you know, like, I don't know, but I know that it was shaped, because you're, like, inevitably, of course, like, you know, that's like people be, that's like black people being like, oh, I was never affected by racism. And it's just like, bro, we're not even about to have that conversation. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I know it was shaped, but, um, I'll talk about like recent, I'll talk about recently. No, let me go back a little bit. So like before, when I was like this hardcore <laughs> punchline rapper, I still am that, but like, I was a little bit more of it and it was coming from a place of, like, it was fun. It was fun to do. I always, I used to, I used to say, oh, I was in my toxic masculinity and da da. But it's like, I'm not gonna keep saying that I wasn't doing it because I was just toxic masculinity like it's the way I was expressing myself at the time and I also was doing it because it was fun let's be clear so um I think I had this perception of the world uh, like that was um it was it was big and I could take different things and I could be clever and be a trickster and like a a genius about how I expressed the things that were going on in my life and the things I saw in, in my world, my specific world, which at the time was, like, a lot of, like, shit that was making me be like, fuck y'all, you know? So, like, I, my music was coming out that way, and it was just, I was just a reflection of, yeah, like, what I, what I was seeing, what I felt like, like, how I felt like niggas had me fucked up, and also what I felt like was fun. So I think it shaped, like, my just idea of the world being full of, Like, you could get inspiration for anything. And, wow, I really love this. I love that I'm talking about this because, like I said, I always talk about it in a way of, like, oh, this is toxic masculinity and shit. But, like, I was a genius. Like, maybe I was in my masculinity a little too much, but I was doing the damn thing. Like, my raps were fucking stellar, stunning, genius. Like, that's some shit that need to go down in, like, the fucking Hall of Fame type shit. Like, you feel me? Like, so I think that um, I was like, how I was shaping my music was that I was able to. I was conscious of the fact that you could take. I feel like I've said conscious so much in this interview, and I feel like that's so cringy. <laughs> but I was aware of the fact that you could take anything and make it a punchline. You feel me? Like I was. I was. I was just like naturally doing that. Like there wasn't intention, but it was also just so natural for me. So I think that. Just the, un- the understanding and the understanding that the world is big and full of many little parts that you can make into a whole something new, like into a whole tree. It just was like, again with the magic, like that's some magical shit. To be able to look at that and, and to be able to look at a flower and be like, I can make a whole wrap out of that. Like just the fact that I saw a flower like and I'm seeing it and I'm perceiving it and then I'm able to like create something from that like that is its whole other own thing that was inspired that by this sight and now it's something you can listen to you can listen to my perception my like inner soul like perception and sight like that's two senses like my inner soul soul, how I'm perceiving it and my sight and now it turns it into something you can listen to and you can perceive and you like you're gonna like what it's like a china doll. like this shit is crazy um it's, it's magical not crazy I'm trying to take that out it's magical and so that's how it's, it shaped me um, back in the day. And then, like now, it's just like, okay, um, I am aware of the world in a way that is less selfish. I'm opening myself up to the beautiful of the world, the ugly, the issues, the things I want to speak on. I'm being intentional about what role I want to play as an artist in this world and in the narrative and in the inspiration that our generations will carry. So it's like, I'm looking at the things. I, it's still pretty selfish because it's still based on my story in a way. I, am, I do still carry that trait, but it's like the, the other level of it, as far as like you know how it's shaping me, is that I'm realizing the world requires different kinds of heroes, different kinds of angels, different kinds of warriors. You know, I consider myself a warrior. I consider myself a goddess and with that queen, an empress. But that comes responsibility. So now it's like me be, being aware of what the fuck is going on. I'm like, okay, this is how I want to show up. I want to I encourage people to. Um, love on themselves. I want to tell them about the shit I went through with my family. You know what I'm saying? I want to tell them about the the insecurities and the doubts I had. I want to tell them about the times I didn't choose myself. I want to tell them about my sexual trauma. I want to tell them about the times that, you know, I did things I wasn't proud of. You know, things they might not have even ever expected I went through. You feel me? Like I, want, I, I desire to do all of that and I'm required to do all of that because I am affected by what's going on in the world and i see what's going on in the world you know and i I desire to be a part of that change i desire, and and also on a selfish tip like i desire to get all that shit off my chest i'm very big on like i'm always transforming like i remember i was talking about the fact that you know i don't believe that i'm a hard-working person and i went through this whole mental breakthrough and it was like like this breakdown and this breakthrough and i had to tell myself like one thing you can say that you work on every fucking day is understanding yourself and i feel like and being conscious of who you are and like D- deciding and figuring out, use discernment if you want to change it or not, what direction you want to go, that's something I commit to every day. So it's like, I, and I just feel like for me, I'm definitely on, on a sense of like, yeah, it's, it's selfish. I feel like I'm losing my train of thought, but it was it's selfish, but it's also like, I know that bettering myself betters the world. And that's my purpose. Like when people ask me what my purpose is, I literally tell them it's to cultivate my light so that I can enjoy my experience here. First and foremost, I'm trying to enjoy my experience here. I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to be peaceful. I'm trying to like, cultivate a beautiful quality life for myself luxurious loving magical spiritual life in myself right but then after that and remind and mind you I'll emphasize after that comes I know that me doing that inspires others because I know I'm meant to be inspiration you feel me but it's like I'm doing this for me and I think that that's like I think within that you innately like inevitably inspire other people you feel me so it's just like um that's my purpose and shit so yeah I feel like I went off the question or whatever but I hope there wasn't like a time limit to each question it's just crazy I didn't realize I was talking for seven minutes um but yeah that's how it shaped me um yeah I'm gonna leave it at that because yeah we already you know I'm saying but yeah you all know, I had to put some on my lips because I feel like dry lips make it hard to pronounce shit Cool. So, how old am I and the advice I would give my younger self? I love this question. I am, well, it's tatted on my neck. So, I have my birthday tatted on my neck. I'm always the age of the year but, and, until, like, my birthday hits in December. So, I almost was a 2000s baby. Like, I was literally born at the cusp of 1999, which is so crazy. But, um, so, I, I stay claiming 90s baby when it's like, girl, you missed, the whole, like, the entire 90s series <laughs> you feel me but i mean i guess if you want to claim those last like 24 days then by all means but it's just like bitch come on down. but anyway um yeah i don't know if i did that math right but i am 23 i was born on december 7th i'm a sad sun i'm a sad moon <laughs> gemini rising you feel me so where are my fire signs at period love y'all um leos aries and Sages. i just See, Sedge men, I don't know about all that. Are you going to ask me about that? Let's get into this. And um, let's get into this advice. If I had to give my younger self advice, it would be different at different stages. Like, if I had to give the high school me advice, it would be, yo, you are so fucking dope. Like, make decisions like you know you dope. And spend more time, spend more time, like, in, like just diving into how dope you are. And, be, and feeling cool and feeling amazing and extraterrestrial and just, like be like act like you know you dope continue like because I did but like no nah, more puff your shit out more talk your shit more you know what I'm saying like make decisions based on the fact that you know you lit um and and cultivate your voice don't worry about what other people are doing with their voice what What are you doing with your voice why do you love your voice like love yourself love your voice like you have a very beautiful voice um and you have shit to say and don't let people tell you what to do period like I already was on that like it was moments that I doubted it was moments that I felt that I like I made decisions based off based off not knowing I was the shit Based based off not knowing I was a superstar you feel me so yeah like and we all go through that um but like middle school me it would be same like it would be same similar like be like own your uniqueness like drag it like you know what I'm saying if people gonna tease you for being different drag that shit give them something to tease you feel me like just do you and do you and do you and do you and And, and when you do you because I was doing me but like do you more and be proud of it more like you know what I'm saying so that's the advice I will give myself and don't be afraid to tell people the truth like don't be afraid to tell people the truth that's something I'm still working on now um so that's the advice I would give myself it was really just more encouragement to be even more of myself like I feel like I was always myself but I definitely dimmed certain parts hid certain parts and just like you know I don't know like just show up more even more for yourself and um Give yourself, like, like learn how to take care of yourself now Because now as an adult, I'm still learning how to, like like Why nourishment matters Why certain hygiene shit matters, you know, like, whatever So it's just like, okay Spiritual hygiene, physical hygiene, shit like that as well So it's just like, start practicing that now Because I promise you, like, you'll benefit in, As an adult if you start now um, And that's something I would tell my daughter, too That's something I definitely plan on Letting my daughter know um, So, my daughter and my son You know what I'm saying And if they decide to be Um, something outside of that as well so yeah how do I feel about the music industry now and what are some obstacles I've had to overcome in creating my own lane um damn all right how I like damn okay how I feel about the music industry now is like it's just It's it's given toxic. It's definitely given toxic. It's given calculated. And it's given like... Like... Disease. Like disease. It's given cancerous. It's given... Yeah, it's given um, murder. It's given... um, Shadiness behind the scenes. It's given evil um but at the same time is given scared is given like i like i find like i could tell you all of that right but then at the same time it's like i'm so engrossed in and inspired by and, and secured. excuse me in the fact that i am my own music industry and i'm working with people who are we are the new music industry You feel me? So I'm a we had I had the little couple like what what I took up like one minute talking about the toxicity of it, right? But let's talk about the fact that like me and my niggas, niggas I fuck with, you know what I'm saying? And and the niggas I have yet to meet, the royalty I have yet to meet. We we making our own industry. So let me tell you about that industry. That industry is given accountability. It's given accountability. It's given it's given Sankofa is gi- given is given love, is given dominance, is given sub- it's submission, it's duality, let's say, you know, it gives both sides of the coin, it's given vulnerability, it's given honesty, it's given independence, it's given community, it's given Black Panther. <laughs> you feel me? And I'm not even saying we just well, out here making the Kendrick and the J. Cole of the, the music, or like, you know, I'm not even saying that, but, because we're not just talking about just everything is like, this is black struggle or even black joy. We're just, this is our, these are all our stories. And, you know, that in all genres and from R&B to hip hop to fucking uh, soul to jazz, like all of it, the whole thing, um, from all sides, uh, is, is just given exactly what is required to win this war, is given exactly what is required to demand our reparations and shit. And like, yeah, our music industry is given we coming for blood, we come in for all the darkness in order to transmute it. We're coming for our children. We're coming for our children's children. We not playing about our kids. We're coming we're we're coming with our community. We're coming unified. We're making music like I was saying earlier. I, I forget if I was saying if this is something when I was asking the, answering the question wrong or right, but like we're telling our stories, we're talking about the shit that daughters go through with their fathers and their mothers as sons. You know what I'm saying? That kids, children, just go youth go through with the elders and their parents and the guidance in the world. We're talking about, <clears throat> we're making music about um, how we we got where we where we are, the things we're proud of, the things we're not proud of. We're talking about where we're going. We're talking about what what to do to to keep yourself well that we that worked for us and what hasn't. You know, and then you can decide. Um, but it's given. It's not not given gimmick. It's given, it's it's given, um, it's not given gimmick. It's given superstar. It's not given um, calculated. It's given divinely orchestrated. You feel me? It's not given segregation. You feel me? It's given wholeness from source. You feel me? It's not given shady, but just given sun it's giving sunlight, it's giving glow, and it's giving sparkle, it's giving magic, baby, you feel me, like, our industry, the industry that we're coming with, our team, our side, please, and I would like to take this moment to shout out a program, specifically, that I'm a part of, a, a, a community, because it's a program, but it's a community, and it's, it's a, a, a community of, of souls with, with the same or similar or, or pieces that work together of an intention. And it's called Ascension. I'm a rapper, so I ain't even mean a rhyme, but it just be coming out like that. But it's called Ascension. It's brand by um, Luna, um, Day One, Not Day Two. Uh, so, Luna Young, Day One, Not Day Two. Also, uh, um, you know, Andre. Some people may know him, but his artist name is Day One, Not Day Two. And Inside the Mindful Rapper, um, or the Insightful Rapper. I forget which one um, she uses, but, uh, you know, put together by them. And uh, they collaborate with YASP, a youth art and self-empowerment project. But that's something that I'm a part of. and I stand on it, I stand by it, I stand within it, I stand for it, Um, and you know, we're creating our own industry, our own uh, like label type of, not label, but like, cause not really label, but you know, our own community, our own industry, I'll say. Um, But a give label, to be honest, but even outside of that, I'm saying even just people I'm friends with that I don't necessarily work with all the time, like and me as an individual creating my own, you feel me, like my own industry. Fuck all that. So, how I feel about the industry that already exists is how I feel. um Praying for the people involved in that, that they are on their on the journey that serves them, and that they are, you know, deciding in their hearts to move responsibly and be honest. Like you know what I'm saying? If your life is is what you're talking about, then that's your life. You feel me? But you know, we gotta start seeing that other side. We have to challenge people to to show that other side because you can have all of that and no one will ever fucking know. And your intention is I'm doing what sells. You feel me? Like okay, that's not. It's, it's so much bigger than that and we want both sides I want to turn up I want to like I've been through you know what I'm saying different violence I want to hear about that not like of course and you know I want to turn I want to twerk I want to shake my ass you feel me like I want to talk about sex who doesn't you feel me but it's just like cool give me that give me that and, and you could give it to me in a toxic way too because we all been there you feel me I'm not asking niggas to not put out music like you know what I'm saying On some fuck bitches get money I'm not saying that but I'm saying show us the other side you are a multi-dimensional being especially if you're an indigenous person an indigenous being mm-hmm. give me all side don't just give me one part of you and, and there's a lot of artists that are doing it up and coming underground but also mainstream i'm not gonna hold you i feel like there are artists who give us that but then it'd be so many people with their hands in the fucking soup you don't know what the fuck you're getting you feel me like so that's another problematic part of it but the industry that i'm a part of we learn it. we doing our best and we showing y'all we giving y'all excuse me everything we got i'm gonna do the best i can with what i got okay word to mariah so yeah that's how i feel about that and um damn i feel like that was just part one of the question for for i ain't even gonna hold you but um so i'll keep the next part short what are some ob- obstacles you had to overcome to create your own lane like honestly bro like keep it a beam so many so many so many obstacles within my environment so many obstacles within myself and I don't give myself enough credit for how much I actually had to overcome to get me to where the fuck I am like you know like I had to overcome it's, it's so much shit like it there was a point before a whole year I wasn't performing and it wasn't because I didn't want to it was because I was giving my life away to the person I was with I was dying inside you feel me and that's not necessarily their fault I mean it is but you people only take what you give them you feel me so it's like I went a whole year going to shows with somebody I was with, supporting them, and not performing. Dying inside, I wasn't making no fucking music. I wasn't really making no art for real. Like, you feel me? So it's just like, I had to overcome that. I had to remember who the fuck I am. There, there were points where I felt like, you know what I'm saying, I'm not going to sing because I don't think I'm that great of a singer. I had somebody tell me, somebody I respected, somebody who was, I considered a mentor, tell me you rap better than you sing, so you should just rap. You feel me? So I stopped. I wasn't really singing like that. You feel me? Like, I had to get over that. I had, like, and then that's, that was right within the same time frame where I had just came from high school, where in high school, I'm like, damn, everybody fucking grew up in a church, or like, you know, everybody know how to sing, or like, is classically trained, or just is naturally born with these abilities that I feel like I don't have. I'm not the greatest runner. I can't belt yet. You know what I'm saying? Different shit, different skills, where you, if you go to a a school or something that's built around having these skills as a singer, you feel like, damn, like, I don't really got that like that. Like, you know, I had this very soft voice, and... I had these specific runs I did all the time I didn't really have Like the training Or the Fuck the, 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 the training The belief I could even sing like that You feel me So it's like I, I wasn't singing Like that at one point I was only rapping So that was the skill I had at the time And I was pushing that shit I was I was giving it this gold From that shit Cause it's like Well maybe I can't do that But I'll tell you what I can do you know what I'm saying? So it's like I had to get over that. I had to combine the two. And that's what I'm saying. Like going back to where I was talking about building a foundation. Like I'm still like it's so many times I went through not doing this thing or like not believing in this thing. Like I'm That's part of the foundation too. That is the main thing. Before you can even build a foundation, you got to make sure the ground is good. You feel me? Then you lay the foundation. So it's like I had to. I'm still making sure certain parts of the ground that's not sinkholes. That's not burial grounds built on top of dead shit. You feel me? I'm still doing that. So, like, for me, I have to um, take my time. I have to realize where I'm at with it and give myself grace and patience. And, and, and my flowers, as I'm staring at these flowers. I keep talking about flowers because there's flowers in front of me. But, yeah, I got to give myself flowers. And it's just like, I, let me just try. I should drink some of this smoothie, though, because this is my breakfast. Ew, I want to reblend it. It's thick. Shit is shaking. It's not going nowhere. I'm going to reblend it. Put more water in it. But, yeah, so it's just, like, I have to give myself grace and shit like that. And, like, that's another big obstacle for me, grace. Uh, starting to really, I'm starting, starting to, I'm at the beginning of really understanding why self-preservation, self-love, like, taking care of yourself is important. Like, I tell everybody, take care. Like, that's something I say all the time now. And it's something I'm trying to manifest, manifest for myself. Like, I'm, I'm actively, not trying to actively manifest and doing my best to commit to within myself. Like, that's the obstacle, taking care of myself, you know, I gave so much to the part of the industry I was in, the music industry that I was in, to the level that I was in it, and it's just like, you know, I gotta take care of myself, I gotta, that's a lot of things I gotta do, so definitely just on a tip of like, um, just definitely on a tip of like, one of the obstacles being like, getting over the, 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 the part of you, the thing within yourself that is not even from you, that's it like that's that's the big one getting over the self-doubt and the negative beliefs of yourself and like this this like that shit don't even belong to you like that you weren't born with that you didn't come from source into this world with that doubt you feel me with that questioning with that fear with that like you didn't come from source like that so it's like and then you go through all of these years of that being stuffed in your down your throat and, and pushed in your face and you know it's like you have to go through the process of Pulling that shit out out of you, it's not even pulling yourself away from something that should be implanted in you. You have to literally go within yourself, stick your hand in your chest, through your blood and your fucking guts, into your soul, and pull that shit out of you day by day. And so it's like that's an obstacle that I'm actively getting over and like healing from. And just like I'm glad I am where I am because I've come so far in that. Like you know, I gotta pull this version of myself out of me, not out of me because like, it's like I don't like to separate myself from parts of myself, but it's like that. I do have to pull it out of me and at least you know at least look at it and be like you know whatever I just call my birthday 12 or 7 but yeah like look at it and just be like how you like you could be a part of my story but you can't be a part of me you feel me like yeah like you could be a part of my story but you can't be a part of me type shit so and I don't even like rejecting parts of myself or separating or shit like that but it's like that right there though nah like you could be a part of i'll i'll make a song and we'll heal we're gonna heal you but after that you have to dissolve like you have to dissolve so yeah like that's where i'm at with that that's the opposite or whatever so i say man listen we 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 on the motherfucking rule. okay so if i could record with anybody dead or alive it would be kehlani because now mind you kehlani not my favorite artist but they're my second artist i believe they use they them pronouns I can actually go check. Let me let me look on their Instagram real quick and see what's in their bio because I don't know what pronouns and I just want to make sure that I'm getting them right. She, they. Okay, cool. So inter- interchangeable. All right, I love that. Um, but yeah, so like Keilani isn't my uh, number one, but my number one person, I don't know if you're going to ask me this question. That's why I'm trying not to say like too much about my favorite artists because you might ask me, but um, my top artist, I wouldn't be like, i wouldn't mind them featuring on my song I, I wouldn't even mind featuring on theirs but like i'm cool with experiencing their music like just whoa, whoa, whoa i'm clearly hungry like i wouldn't mind just experiencing their music like without touching it you feel me like i, it, it, I would love the collab but i'm not like oh my god i have to you know before i whatever it's just like i'm cool with experiencing you from like you know, whatever whatever, and if you wanna hop on one of my songs, cool. You know what I'm saying? But like I'm down to just experiencing your art for like without touching it for your art and your story. Um, but Kaylani is my second favorite artist of all time. And I would like I was just saying the other day, like i am required to make sure my brand reflects like all parts of me and and makes sense with her with her brand because i've been doing a lot of like love and light hip-hop and i just want to make sure oh i still give sensual sexy vocals you know what i'm saying and like that's her vibe so yeah and, and I, I love how like right now in the industry they're the person that you know you're gonna call when you want that like that masculine and feminine but like that dominant like masculine with a with that feminine like i don't know like vibes like if you look at the Victoria Monet collaboration or the Tiana Taylor collaboration or the Kiana Day collaboration. It's like, oh, you give that. Like, you're the one I want to call and I want that energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, hopefully y'all getting what I'm putting down. Y'all picking up what I'm putting down. But like, I desire to be that in the industry as well. So like, you know, when my time comes to be like at that level, yes, call Imani when you want somebody to play that like tomboy, feminine, sexy, like, you know, side because I can give that. And I can also give feminine, like, I can give it all. And Kehlani can too. And I'm fully aware of like, their collaborations with like T-Pain and like G-Eazy and like you know all of that. And I just feel like they're always gonna give that masculine side to me. Like as much as they're gonna give that feminine and that, like, you know, whatever, I also appreciate their the masculine masculine energy that shows up. And Kaylani, like everybody knows, like I've been what loving Kaylani since like I first came across. Like Kaylani was the one who made me feel like I could start talking about the fact that I was bisexual at the time. Like now I consider myself pans or just I don't consider myself any of that shit actually, but like uh, if I had to like put it for somebody to understand type shit but yeah like they made me feel like it was okay to like girls and talk about it in my music you know and and also the spiritual shit I was going through like they were the first artists I watched interviews and like whoa you're talking about this like whoa I fuck with that and I feel like nobody sounds like Kehlani like that's something I love like when Kehlani came out I didn't say like oh you sound like x or you sound like y or you sound like z you know I feel like their voice is so unique it's hard for me to sing Kehlani songs like the way Kilani's tone sits and just like the quality of it is just very unique and it's, it's, it's difficult for me to sing actually which I love because it shows like how different we are and how much we actually have to be in our own different lanes when we collaborate like shit is wild um also their collaboration with Ombre have been very lit as well but yeah so um I would definitely collaborate with Kilani. I would love to be in the studio with them and just see like oh my god what I also have like a fucking crush on me (laughs) a major crush to this day mind you like i've been crushing on this girl since like oh my god like since i was 16 i'm 23 now 17 18 19 20 21 22 23 get the fuck out here that's seven years hold up 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 20, 23. Oh my God. I've been crushing on Kaylani for seven years. What? That is fucking crazy, bro. Seven years. Like, it's people who know me, who met me when I was 16 that still know how I feel about Kaylani. Like, if they see something, they'll send it to me. Like, there go your person. Like, you know. <laughs> That's fucking wild, bro. Wow. Fuck out of here. That's crazy. I love that. And it'll be seven more. Seven more. Even when I'm... I don't know, man. Like, I know it's bad to say this, but, like, even when I'm in a partnership and shit, like, of course, I'm always be respectful of my partner. But, like, what? Kaylani will always have a piece of me. Like, <laughs> let me not say that. But before somebody, I'm, like, I end up with somebody and they be like, I heard that interview you did. Before Kaylani be like, I heard the interview you did. Like, you know, we working together. And, and and imagine, like, they be like, yeah. But I've had dreams that I, like, where I've met, like, met Kehlani. And I, I it wasn't given. I was, like crying screaming like you know it was given. like I know you like you know I'm saying like I know I don't know them let's be clear I don't know them and that's it's kind of weird to say but it's just like I'm saying I feel and fans I guess, say this all the time that's so aggy and I hate to be like no but it's different with me but like (laughs) I feel like it is like when I went to their when when I went to their concert which it was a concert in Philly and they didn't get to finish it because people were passing out and shit but like everybody was screaming and shit and I was just looking and I feel like I had this energy of, like, we're going to collab. And, like, wow, I'm amazed by you. Like, astonished. Like, I don't know. It's real interesting. But I'll save that for when we do an interview together. And I'm, like, explaining this to people. And, like, you know, and I'm explaining it to her specifically. But, yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's Kehlani for me. It'll always be Kehlani for me. Um, that will never change. And, yeah, I'm just, I love Kehlani. Definitely even fangirl. And I don't give a Fuck. <laughs> one day we'll collab and I even wrote it in my like manifest bio like I have a bio where I wrote right out my bio as if I've done the things I desire to do and that's one of them and I love hearing it every time because it's like I'll be like yeah something I'm really proud of in my career is my collaboration with Keilani and da, da, da. even Honey Shop Productions like I want Keilani to do one of my videos because I feel like she's just gonna get it like she's just gonna get it she doesn't want to get it bro like very like everything like and then i feel so similar to her like i feel like i give the energy she give and it's just like so i'm crushing on myself like what the fuck (laughs) that shit is great anyway all right peace let's do the next fucking question i digress